Black Time on Geek Force. The squad talked about episode three and four of Falcon and Winter Soldier. How are they going to wrap up this amazing show? But see what we're talking about now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Amy, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to an amazing new episode. Geek Force After Dark. In the dark. What's up, everybody? Geek Force Uncut. There's definitely those that do that at this. That is a thing. That is a thing. Sometimes I definitely don't cut things out. I'm like, eh. I feel like for Let's a certain shit generation of people, BET Uncut is a whole different thing that some people are not going to get unless you're a certain age. Is this true? I, I think, is this true? I think, I think the more you are. you won't know. I think the more you're alone in that reference, the better. <laughs> the sad part is I'm not alone because Raymond immediately got reaction to Michael. We saw that tip drill video. We all yeah, seen it together out. at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh we were God. cities apart, but we saw it at the exact same time, I bet. Anyway, I'm sorry, Kelly. I'm getting off book. You take it away. <laughs> wow, wow, this really is tired. Geek Force After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally. Um, hey, guys. What's going on? Um, so, for today's uh, episode, we're going to have a bit of a smorgasbord of cool topics because a lot of cool trailers dropped um some of y'all saw some pretty cool shows mm-hmm. and y'all want to talk about it right which ones you want do you want to talk about the obvious one the one that shook the internet and came out on someone special's birthday yeah you start with that <laughs> not the show <laughs> so aquafina is continuing her um IMDB page of being an amazing things. Uh, <laughs> and she now is showing up in a Marvel film. I mean, she's not the star, but I feel like I have to call her because she's been like steadily just being a part of these massive projects. And the next project she's going to be a part of, of course, is uh, Shang-Chi uh, and was in like the, the, the Ten Rings, correct? Legend of the Ten Rings. And honestly, it's basically everything that uh, Iron Fist is not. And that's why I like it. Because it's literally like, Iron Fist who? Uh, no, we're not going to talk about that man in the same sentence. Uh, Shang-Chi's at a whole other level. Uh, and this film just, it, it, it honestly, it came out and I was like, yes. Like the, the moment I saw like, like just like, oh, we're, it's like a, a shadowy kind of like dojo. I'm like, okay. This is yeah. This is this is what I want to see. I'm getting the good vibes here, and then of course, we don't see a white face until like I want to say the middle of the trailer, and I was like, this is what I want. This is exactly what I wanted to not see a single white face. Like, is this a Marvel film? <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's not Black Panther. <laughs> Low key confused. <laughs> And it's set in San Francisco, Marlon. They filmed it in San Francisco last year. A fake muni bus a was a nice bit. touch. At least right, a little right. Bit. <laughs> As if it would have that much space. I, I like the imagination, though. I like the imagination. Unless it's a pandemic, which then there is definitely <laughs> that much space. True, true, true. 
But yeah, uh, it honestly, it, it looks really good. And I think I put it on Instagram. I think that Marvel, this phase they're doing, uh, is really opening up a lot of amazing actors into a lot of phenomenal superhero roles that we don't usually or typically get to see. And I like that they're experimenting. You know, sh- you know Shang-Chi is not, um, he's not the first string or the second string when it comes to who you put on the Avengers or who you talk about, but they're going to make him relevant. And I like that they're willing to risk that by saying, great, we're going to take this character and just put the full team behind him. And again, like the character itself is such a strong character, but now he's going to be brought to the forefront. And I think that's going to be uh, an amazing boost. Uh, I mean, I told you that I loved the Warriors on uh, HBO Max, and this just gave me Warriors vibes. I mean, the fight scenes look so choreographed, and it honestly looks like what Disney thought Mulan was going to be, but they could never make it. It also had a point where it looked like Raya and the Last Dragon for a minute, where there's like this woman in this like hat fighting in this bamboo forest, and also gave me Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibes, and I'm like, all Mm. those things are a plus. All those Mm. things are a plus. Uh, Love that movie. And I'm like, yo, this is it. Like, September 3rd, if we are going to theaters, I would absolutely go into a theater. I'm doubly vaxxed up. I will go sit in a theater to watch and support this film because it just looks like it deserves it so much. Like on a Wednesday night, I will do that. Nobody's yeah. there. <laughs> um, I agree. Um, I think I told you guys when I saw the trailer, I was like, i rather see this movie before uh, Black Widow. You know, no shade to that. But this just looks like a breath of fresh air and Marvel movie. So we haven't had a Marvel film in forever. And to see this, again, I'm not ignoring Black Widow because that's a special case, but this is truly like the next Marvel movie, honestly. That was supposed to be on schedule. And to see like just just a whole Asian cast and it looks really authentic within their culture and then it's like a story there's a plot there's interesting characters there's amazing action you have a really cool character and I'm just like I'm so for it um and seeing this and I'm just like seeing this is gonna I really feel like this is gonna be a really good origin story um that will probably start you know down his line of being the next phase or whatever. But I just read, you guys, the writer of this movie. You know, you want to know what else he wrote? Go for it. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Wonder Woman 1984. No! So, so hold on. All right. So I, so you, you, you get to kick off my, cause I was, I'm sitting here ready to balance you two out because, right. all right, you're right. I'm excited for I'm this movie. To you, Ray. <laughs> for everything that this movie is, it looks like the Black Panther, that like the movie that the Asian American pantheon has wanted out of these Marvel movies for forever, right? Um, great, fantastic. Uh, I have two problems with this trailer. One, it does unfortunately all those things you just listed, Marlon, makes it feel a little cliche that they got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon f- f- like vibes. They got really good martial arts scenes going on. Like, like it's just it's a little cliche. Um, and uh, and the second thing is I am tired of slow motion being an aesthetic. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of slow motion being an aesthetic. Can we... I think it's Justice League that killed it for me. Like, there was the final <laughs> nail in the coffin. Like, yeah, I was I was, I was, was getting there, but, like, I, I'm uninterested in slow motion scenes at this point. So just hit me mm-hmm. with some cool, stylized choreogra- choreography. Like, let me take a relaxing... Let, let me relax from slow motion for a couple years, please, Hollywood. Please. <laughs> Pretty please. Um, but now that Wonder Woman eighty four, I don't know how I feel about that one. I hope they, uh, I hope they get that. To, it, I hope they get that together. His is name it, is question, David. Is it, is it one of the writers or the lead writer? I don't know. His name is David Callahan. Oh okay, I'm hoping he's part of the group. And also maybe because of when that movie came out, everyone's like, "Oh, you're also in the writers' room." We're just going to be real careful of, of of this guy's ideas. We're just going to be we're just going to be mindful of who this person is because of his movie he put out. But who knows? Um, again, I, I I will say I definitely skew uh, always hype for things, and Raymond definitely is there <laughs> to balance there it out. And I'm like, writers. but I need thank that. God. Thank God. I'll watch this and be like, "Oh yeah, Marlon's right. Oh wait, Ray was right." Well, He's like, oh, the lead writer. And then, yeah. yeah. Wait, he was the lead writer? On this one. I, uh, oh, he scared me. Dave David, Callahan. Right? Yes. Yeah, I think he's the lead one. He's the lead writer? But there's oh. three of them, so maybe that's, you know. Hopefully they balance maybe out a bit. Maybe he wrote the good scenes. But at the same time, like. Uh, Name the good scenes. Maybe DC, like, had such a sway on how things rolled out with Wonder Woman. Like, that could also be a reason and why it is what it is. We have Kevin mm. Feige on our side. So you yes. know he stepped he in. He won't let no like, shit hit no fan. Hopefully. All right, you want to know but what else is on his list? We let Captain Marvel happen though. So you want to know what else is on his list? What's on that list, Ray? What? What right. else? What is? He 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 also has written the Doom movie. That was his first screenplay. Uh, that oh. got a feature. Huh. He wrote both uh, the first two Expendables movies. Um, okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> he that's wrote. I, I like my Expendable movies. It was a nice FX event. Okay. <laughs> On Saturday. Yeah, he, he wrote that that uh that 2014 reboot Godzilla. Oh god, no, cat these are good movies, cat. I don't he like wrote, movies, He wrote the sequel to Zombieland. Oh, these are not the good sequel? movies. Wait, these are not good I movies. I don't think sequel? I saw that. <laughs> I have no memory of the sequel. These are not good movies. Did I like it? Oh, no. Wonder Woman 84, Kevin Mortal Kombat, and, Sha- and Shang-Chi. The new Mortal Kombat? The new Mortal Kombat. I mean, this year's That Mortal drops Kombat. in like four days, okay. so I'm curious. <laughs> hey. We're going to find out. We're going to He's find also out. apparently writing the live-action Hercules. There's a Wait, live action Disney Hercules? version? Or the... Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, for Disney or for just another Hercules in general? Stop the bus. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. We wait, have wait. questions. Raymond, you said for Disney? Yes. Oh. When is that he coming out? He's trying to make out? Disney money. First he's trying of all, to make I mean, Disney he just money. wrote Shang-Chi. <laughs> First of all, the Hercules movie itself is just going to be fire because of the soundtrack alone. The acting can be no. so, so. We don't know that. Fire. We don't know that. Fire. All up on that soundtrack. You are, yeah. you are, you are truly hampering and tampering your level of the definition of fire by at, by saying that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not heard the, the Hercules songs? Burn. No, are good. They're you said 
you they said, are, but you this said is the live movie. Action. You said the movie is going to be fired just because the album, and that's a that's a strong statement. <laughs> no, I said the songs are fired, so the movie will be okay. Like the acting that's, can be so as, 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 as long as the songs are fired, <laughs> I'm okay with it. As long as the songs I mean, are fired, and the songs can be fired, they're already written for you. Did we like, not see Lion King? We did. Lion King. We got also, the Lion King soundtrack. Good point. The live action yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. The Lion King soundtrack was cool. Hercules I only like the Beyonce song. That's the only song fire. I like. <laughs> let's just be. They let's be real. See the Scar song in the new movie. Lion oh, King was great. It. It's a great film, but Hercules on a musical level. <sighs> no. But level. this is live, level. live action, Marlon. They're not gonna have the oh, same. Oh, it's not I gonna be like good. They're not. I don't know if they're going the way of Beauty and the Beast, or they're gonna oh, just try to be like a Mulan and like please. have a remix of the story. Like, are we even gonna have me? Like. I don't know. And I'm like, I, it's not like I don't care. I'd rather they just stay in their lane than try to maybe do like a Space Jam and then take one of the greatest songs and remix it for the modern population. That's going to sound horrible. Horrible. As, as long <laughs> as they just get the correct muses. Yo, I'm in it. As if, if they get Jay Hudson as one of the muses, it's already fire. If they get Jennifer Hudson, they get the Dream Girls back in action as the as the muses. It's, it's gonna we're, the muses but, have multiple but, songs. But we're but we're here yeah, because we're Sorry. here. No, no, this we're movie so is dumb. barely. Yeah, this, I'm trying to pull <laughs> us back because <laughs> because we could argue about how bad Hercules is going to be another day. But um, I am every time every time the muses pop up in that movie, I will be excited. Fine, but yes. that movie's not going to be good. So oh, the yeah. it's live action. The uh, but yeah, Shang Chi. I I worry about this writer entirely. Why did I? find that out i was reading i was like oh yeah yeah that is supposed to be like this yeah i what i worry about this writer entirely who's the director of this movie Dustin oh, Daniel it's okay he's he is i just saw it too no he's japanese american i, I don't no, think i was worried until raymond listed off Dustin all the films that this man has Daniel been involved in Creighton? yeah he he's wrote, hawaiian he did a movie called just cause just cause well he also is uh, just mercy um, a writer on this oh well. he did, he was he was the director of that great yeah so he'll be, be so he's, the, he's the he's yeah. the good one <laughs> he's the good one <laughs> so it might be fine because he didn't completely write one. this movie okay cool true that's the hope i mean th- th- three writers one of which three. leans a little heavy uh on the not so great writing side and one's the director so one he'd be like great I like my idea better than that idea, and we're just going to go with my idea. And Kat Feige <laughs> is executive producer. Like, don't forget that part, too. Yeah. Again, Kat, you're forgetting Captain Marvel. Like, I, I hear you, but I know, Captain Marvel happened. But Kevin Feige, give him some faith. Like, he, he, I did. Knows, he knows this is the first movie the in a Captain long time. Marvel. Poor cat by her by her Feige shrine saying, "Oh, please, yes, <laughs> Feige, I make this work. Make this work. Just come on, you don't. Like, come it can't on. be perfect. I know, but he has like a ninety percent success rate. I'm I mean, not gonna, I'm not gonna say no to that. Okay. There's a DC at this point, so. Mm, mm. So at this point, we're I just mean, arguing DC about the, what's a DC. At this point, Wait, we're discussing the 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 percentage chance of this movie being good because we're all just giving it money. That is true. That is also seventy-one. I will go watch this. Yeah, probably in theaters. <laughs> I'll probably watch it in theaters too. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. 
It's like September. That. Yeah, I like yeah. that they dropped the trailer on the uh, main character, the, the main actor's birthday. That was a real. I know that was that, that was, was really sweet. sweet. That was, that was nice. Oh my of them. God. You care about your people, for, right? I, wonder, I think it's Marvel is really it cares. Simu Lu. Simu. I know I'm saying I know I'm saying it wrong. It's like Simu Lu, I think, or Liu. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so he, you know, that today is his birthday, and they dropped the trailer on his birthday, and that was a nice Happy little birthday. Marvel tie-in. I thought it was cute for them to do that. But yeah, Kat, I think that trailer is going to be interesting. We all have our opinions on it. I'm looking forward to seeing where we fall once it drops September 3rd. Um, is there any other trailers that came out that caught your eye? Well, your favorite movie franchise, Marlon, finally oh did like official official trailer. You forget this is this is Eming's favorite movie. No, this is not oh, mine. Yeah, that's true. Both oh. you guys. This is. Eming- Eming stayed. Both of you. This, is the, this is the longest, Eming annoyingest stayed. joke that isn't funny. Eming stayed <laughs> 15 minutes after the film was over Y'all to catch not one. Y'all stayed too. Not Kat one. Kat was like, there's three endings, <laughs> y'all. stayed not two. Where was the weed in this scenario? She stayed for three <laughs> post credit Fast and the Furious endings. <laughs> That's Hawks. What's the name? Shaw? Hawks? Shaw? That's Hawks different. Hey, that's a part of the that's franchise different. still. It's a part of the franchise still. I know, but still. that's like that's like the Deadpool of Fast and Furious. This is this is Don't like call it that. It's that not was, that. No, that's, it's that's what they Deadpool. want. That's what they want, though. That's what they want. I'm that only going no. by how Hollywood's trying to go down this little lane. That's, that's what they're doing. Ryan Reynolds had ten scenes. This group is like the Avengers at this point. This is their main crew, you know. So trailers out. A lot of stuff happens. Basically, you know, family, family, all about what Vin Diesel is about. Except Apparently, he has his has own a family brother. that he turned his Michael back Cena. on, which is by, who is played by John Cena, which I don't He's know so how he got in this and Suicide Squad. He has a very busy agent. Shout out to his agent. Um, apparently, he stuff. wants revenge. I don't know why, but he wants revenge. Maybe his, his his family Some behind, shadow. and then Charlize Theron's in this. I don't know why, but well, she looks like an anime she, character. She never she got her. She's Spectrum. Lena from Attack on Titan. <laughs> she was in the last one. What's the hair? Yeah, Charlize has been in the last two. I don't remember. Yeah, she's like, she's played like her uh, she in the first movie. She uh, straight up kidnapped Dom, and uh, mm-hmm. oh no, sorry, he, she kidnapped Dom's. Uh, ex-lover who gave birth to his child and then they killed off the woman kept the baby yeah. so that Dom yeah. could keep the baby I don't but remember this but the I woman remember. wasn't involved you really you don't, hold on. You, yeah. you don't remember Charisse Theron in this remember franchise this. oh yeah she, this is like her third movie you really she they made a I thing to put her in every trailer <laughs> I blocked her out man I do you not did. remember her I was you like really she did. I remember that I barely watched that movie Charlize is putting like she's putting in overtime to just phone in her bad guy behavior and it's just right. it's so apparent that she's like I'm the bad guy and I do these things and blah, 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 blah. she likes being oh, the look, bad guy or like an anti-hero character yeah that's her that's her thing I mean like, I'm not mad you she can tell that checks. she's phoning it in like she rarely does any car chases she's only ever stationary in her like evil lair at a computer or standing next to a vehicle she's never racing in a vehicle she, yeah, that's pretty all. evil. That's She's against the, always... the motto of the whole movie. Why be stationary? That's evil to them. So I get it. I get it. Okay. 
Well, here's what I do want to say about this film because uh, there was some weird stuff. So basically, uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel, and I'm not gonna laugh at this because it's it's, it's 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 very serious. Vin Diesel um, was doing an interview. And he was saying after he did a scene with John Cena, uh, he returned to his trailer to meditate and get in his dom. Uh, he said to, to get into his dom Dominic uh, zone or whatever because he has to like meditate for that so he can get in character. And he said he felt that Paul Walker was telling him that John Cena was right for this film and that he was sent by John Cena. And I was like, this is a really weird article. This whole thing is so weird. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't think you should. And I was be like, seen. I'm not sure. <clears throat> how did Paul I get Walker's close, family I'm not sure feel I would about say that. that out loud? That feels a little <laughs> to the world. Little forced. Yeah, that. Like, I feel like I feel like you shouldn't say those type of things about someone. Like, I feel like he spoke to me about this person taking over this role. It's like I wouldn't. I wouldn't mention that I, I to people who write that. down my words and print them. <laughs> you could just be like, a little, a little birdie told little, me little he was touchy. the one. The end. That's all you had to say. A little birdie. Like, if you really had to say something, but you had to put Paul Walker's name in your mouth. Okay. Okay. That's, it was strange. And then the same, and then like, I think in the same thread I was reading through, John Cena was speaking on something that we as a squad have been joking about, which is, of course, the fact that uh, in this Fast and the Furious movie, they will potentially be going into space, which is what we assume would happen. And we can already assume the next step, which is they get far enough into space where they meet the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it's Dominic Toretto and Teenage Groot, and they meet up in space. Oh, no. And that's and where then, the universe folds in on itself because it got too close to the sun. <laughs> or, okay. Or the Matrix finally collapse. And then, like, and then Neo uh, pops out? Or yeah. what's going on? Basically, what I picture happens is Dominic Toretto starts saying it to my family, and then Groot says, I am Groot, and they keep going back and forth. Family, Groot, family, Groot. And then they both say Groot at the exact same time, and the world just Thanos snaps itself out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, the, the level of how low their voices get, it just, it locks in something, in something in the, the waves of the, of time, and just unlocks everything and okay i don't know we get turned inside out or something i don't know we get we go into the inverse dimension i don't know what that looks like it just it just it just fades to black and it goes we are family (laughs) question mark and then it's just like there's like and then they they play too fast too furious the ludicrous version (laughs) it's just a full throwback <laughs> and it starts over, and the film starts with them in Tokyo, and it's like, wait, what happened? This, Tokyo drifts the, the the third movie and the last movie. What? I don't think we should do oh late gosh. shows anymore because Marlon loses his fucking mind. That used yeah. to I think. What? I think what? I did to 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 try and interrupt Marlon to stop him from continuing this insane idea. I'm spiraling. Um, what is what? <laughs> is funny is that he doesn't realize he actually just accidentally found the anti-life equation for dark side basically no it's just the moment in time when groot and uh 
and, and Toretto, there's his mm-hmm. name, say, say, say Groot at the same time. That's the anti-life equation. We all are hooked. That's what Dark Side <laughs> that was looking so for. That makes so much sense. Uh, that's how so he, he forgot the planet he, he he found it <laughs> <laughs> and then he forgot that when he got his ass whooped after that it was too happened. powerful it was, it too, was powerful. too powerful Dominic and his family erased his uh, what's next <laughs> while I can interrupt uh, this man again what's the next thing we need to fast nine Sorry. or what I, is this we tip? gotta move on we gotta move on because I can do Fast and the Furious pitch <laughs> ideas all day long you we see what I said this trailer was a shout out to Marley because you talk about this trailer he just goes on but I do want to say they said this was going to be the first of a trilogy that's going to end the entire franchise. This film so, is way too. This, this um, franchise is way too long. Knowing <laughs> when this movie ends, there's going to be two more after it. Um, I don't know about any spinoffs because we still there's still spinoffs. But as far as the original Fast and Furious franchise has been going on for 50 years, it's it's supposed to end on a trilogy. And so Fast and Furious. Eleven? Yep. Oh my god, there's too many movies. That is that is the news that I read, and yep, that's all the information I have. I actually forgot when does Fast and Furious come out. I know it's this year, I just don't know what month. Doesn't I wasn't matter. paying attention. Doesn't don't matter. Tell them. Doesn't matter. So stay tuned to a theater <laughs> or streaming service near you, but I guess. I feel like Let's say you were someone that went to the, that like passed away and went to the great beyond after, let's say, Fast and the Furious 4. Okay. And like, right, what is, someone hold eats on, you hold in heaven and you're does like, this, Does this have a me? point? <laughs> yes, that's a point. I promise you, that's a point, Raven. This has a point. And let's say someone finally, and like, you're like, you know, and, and it's and it's like, you know, very uh, Matrix esque. Everyone's at like a little bus stop and everyone's checking in and someone's like, oh, sure. hey, welcome to the afterlife. And they're like checking in and it's like, yeah, man, like I, like I, I tripped on some popcorn at the Fast and Furious 11 premiere. And it's like, wait, what do you mean Fast and Furious 11? There was only like three. It's like, no, 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 no. There was, there was, Janet, <laughs> there was so many more. And I was like, were there? Who <laughs> wanted that? And like, no one wanted it, but it just happened. So he's like, Earth is ridiculous. I'm glad I left. This Earth is, is ghetto. <laughs> How did they have that much time to do that? Did you guys have flying cars yet? Nah, but we had Fast nope. Furious 11. <laughs> <laughs> There's flying cars in Fast and Furious 9. It's like, oh man, Earth is a waste of time. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that's yeah. my last Fast and Furious fact. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna take a step back. No Fast and Furious talk. I'm done. You can't, you can't. Stay away. But uh yeah, you guys, so that's coming out. I guess some of us might be watching it. We'll keep you guys posted on that. We'll watch it. (laughs) And Marlon. (laughs) (laughs) He can't. Anyway, um some of you guys watch some really cool stuff. (sighs) I heard we did Marlin. cool stuff. Uh, I watched something that I knew wasn't going to be great, but I just needed to see what it was going to be like. That's a great way to segue to start this conversation. Off. Absolutely. <laughs> so luck. here's the thing: I'm going to talk about the film, but I want to focus on the background that they decided to drop this film in. I thought was genius. It just didn't work out the way I think they thought it was going to work out. So I watched Thunder Force, starring Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, and. I will say this. There are films like Happy Gilmore where in the trailer, you know what you're signing up for. You know, Melissa McCartney, just like uh, Adam Sandler, if you see that they're in a film, unless they otherwise state in that trailer, you know what you're signing up for. 
You know, I feel like there are certain Adam Sandler films where they have to go out of their way to be like, this is a serious Adam Sandler film. Like, hey, this is like a, a movie about him being like in Diamonds or Spanglish. Like, this is a serious film. So you know what you're getting in for. With Melissa McCarthy, it's like, great, this is going to be prop comedy nonstop. And that's kind of what it was. Um, it was just, you know, her and Octavia Spencer, uh, two girls in school. One of them has a very traumatic experience with like, a super villain. She's super smart. Melissa McCarthy, of course, is the uh, prop comic. So she's like the big mean girl who's like protects the black nerdy girl and isn't really smart. And they kind of play on the trope of like dumb girl, smart girl. And then they, you know, save the day, blah, blah, blah. It's it's not great, but it is what it is. What I like about the film, though, is that this is a film that had like a My Hero Academia uh, like background because the film starts with like in this world at a certain point in time people started to develop superpowers except everyone that got a superpower was um a sociopath so it's just a planet of supervillains and in my mind i'm like that in the right writer's hands could be a very interesting movie like what if there was a world where the only people that have superpowers were supervillains. And I literally, while I was watching the film, I just kept like having my brain think of other ideas like, oh, this could be like, this could be a whole thing. Like, what if like one day, like all the villains just like, you know, there's attacking places, you know, sporadically, there's no cohesion. It's just like random mayhem. And the people all decide, you know what? We're going to band together and we're going to fight back these like villains. And you could just have this really interesting dynamic where like maybe they get the upper hand, maybe because of like munitions or because the villains are so spaced out there, but like fight back and push them to like, you know, maybe a certain part of America or a certain part of the world. Well, now you have this kind of setting of like, great. There's this like Magneto-esque super villains like, you know what? We got to band together villains to really take over the planet. And now you got on the other side, you got these humans who are like, yo, we got to like make awesome tech to like get like, you know, our own power. So you could have had this really interesting franchise of like, uh, what if everyone was just like a, a league of super villains versus a planet of Batman, you know? It's like, we got to have tech and gadgets and we got to fight these people. Like this could have been such an interesting film idea, but of course it's a comedy, so they couldn't really do much with it you know aside from having jason bateman as a crap man who melissa mccarty has sex with or rubbing old bail on his body um that was in the film uh there was just a, there was just a lot of things in this film and i was like man the premise so cool the execution man this is this is Melissa McCarty. <laughs> this is what I signed up for, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> but, man, this could have been a really cool action film or a drama about uh, how absolute power corrupts absolutely. And it could have been so interesting. Oh, God. And that's Thunder Force. So if, if you, if you want to just kind of <laughs> turn your brain off, maybe uh, pop an edible and just kind of vibe out. This turn is, your brain off. I'm going to spend 420 So tomorrow. it's a smooth brain movie. It's smooth definitely brain. a smooth brain movie. Okay, gotcha. It's a real smooth brain movie, indeed. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's. I'm, I'm. I feel like that's all that needs to be said for that movie. That's... Someone needs to write that movie. I would watch I mean, that. It kind of sounds like One Punch in My Hero Academia because One Punch, like that was like before they had like a really great system. Like they had a hero system, but it was so flawed, and then the. There were so many villains, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they were going to take an anime, they should really 
study their enemy. And that really could have been. But I mean, it was a comedy, so maybe someone else will just take Thunder Force and then just make that better in a miniseries somewhere. HBO, I'm looking at you. You can do that. And I will be watching. Okay. Speaking of HBO, right? Hmm. HBO? Amy? Okay. Uh, Okay, so this... Two weeks ago, HBO Max dropped The Nevers, a Josh Whedon created <coughs> project. And I, I I wasn't gonna watch it, but I was really curious about it, so I checked it out. And in the typical fashion, I, I did not want to like this show. I, really, I, I, did, I, I came in with the thought saying, I'm probably gonna hate it because of everything that's happened with him. And I just didn't wanna support it for that reason. But mm. anyways, so, uh, the Nevers is about a, um, it's based in, I think it's Victorian England. I think that's where it is. Um, and it's about this um, this world essentially where uh, people have, um, they're basically like X-Men, sort of. Um, and they don't know how they got their abilities. They don't know why they their abilities. Certain people do, some people, certain people don't. Um, but in in this in this place there's this woman who has created this school for i think girls specifically who have these who who, who have um gained abilities and she's in a wheelchair so i'm like it's professor x um <laughs> but she has hired this woman who also has abilities to kind of manage the school and so she's a really kick-ass character she's very strong she's very like i'm gonna save everybody kind of mentality and I'm just like, of course I'm gonna like this because that's mm, damn you, Whedon. Um, anyways, <laughs> so um, the one issue I had with this show so far in the second episode, there's this scene where this character goes to a sex club, and I was of like, course. okay, what is the point of this? I was like, why are we here? What's going on? What's <laughs> HBO happening? And cells. Yeah, but he this character talks to a different character and after they talk i'm like they could have had this talk anywhere right anywhere they guys have why did it have to be a sex club <laughs> and there's this scene where they look over and they're like oh that girl has has powers or whatever and you don't see what she's doing but i was like i really like, i kind of want to know but i really really don't so i'm like oh know. that's no 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 mm. but john but i found myself like guessing what he was gonna do like like i like because like Having seen so many of Whedon's like uh, uh, shows and movies, he kind of has a has a has a um, ha- has a uh, what's the word? Um, uh, an mo. Yeah, an mo. Like there was th- th- there were two specific scenes where I was like, okay, this this character, this strong ass woman character, has two choices, but she's not going <laughs> to pick those two choices because that's not how, how Whedon goes down. He's he's going to do this other thing, and I was right. And this and, and at the end of the very the, the second episode. Um, they introduced this thing that he does, and I was like, "Fucking called it!" <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, it's very Whedon. It's it's everything that made him what he is." Um, unfortunately, like now now he's like no longer a part of it because of all the stuff that's happened with him, with 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 uh, with um, with Fisher and all the other stuff that he has been involved with. So it's unfortunate that he has his name attached to this project now because it's it's very much him. It screams him. Everything about it is him. Mm. You know, he he packed it with with, with female characters which are likable mm. and interesting. Mm. And it's really, really, really hard to like be mad at this show. There are moments where you're just like, what? But for, for the most part, it's like, okay, I can get in on this. It's like historical. It's it's like magical. It's it's and and you have questions. 
Um, and the villains are interesting and you're not really sure what their deal is or what they Ooh, want. I like that. And so it's, it's, it's nuanced. It's just, it's just unfortunate that it's, it has this kind of like weird shadow over it because of his involvement. And it, it, I mean, it's his, I mean, in the first, the first episode, he's writer, director, producer. And I was like, yep, of course. Oh, wow. Course. It's a lot of, All on there. Uh, I, you know, what's really funny looking at this cast though, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of European actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess, is that because of the setting of the show? Yeah, it's based in, I believe it's London, but I'm not sure. It's definitely okay. in Europe. It's just a funny coincidence to me that... As far as I can tell. His his, his, his <laughs> normal actor crew core isn't a part of the show at all. Mm. Uh and it's a lot of new people from a Ooh, very different land meat. than he was working with before. <laughs> and I don't know if there's any coincidence Uh-oh. there, but that's just something that is, is curious to me. A... But I mean, Roman Polanski. I loved Whedon for years. I'm sure this is probably a uh, this is probably oh. another. If you're describing it as a Whedon property, I probably if I didn't know his name was on it. I'd probably turn his show on and probably really like it, and it's just soured now. Who we didn't? Yeah. I mean, so, it's, not, it's not a bad show. I do like it. Just, it's just I hear, him, I see him when I watch it. I'm like, oh, you did that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. <laughs> Problematic. Problematic, but those All actors right. work so hard. You know, it's, I'm sure. it's not fair to them. Mm, true. To- so does this? Is this like? Is the entire? S- series out or is it no. every no, week? Uh, Sunday dropped episode two so only two are out. It drops every Sunday kind of like Game of Thrones used to be. Oh, so it comes out every Sunday uh, at what time? 9pm or something? Uh, I don't... It, 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 I think it dropped early this Sunday because it, it came out I saw it online around like 6? Oh nice. Tea, so around, hmm. probably around that time. Nice. It's not a bad show. I just it's it sucks that it's like you know. it's way better than uh, Raised by Wolves, right? That's your yes. comparison. Okay, yeah. It's From Ridley Scott, that. it is to Josh Whedon. Okay, it is. <laughs> well, because okay. like like I said, Whedon has an aesthetic that I like, and that's like you know he does. It's annoying. It's he really did that annoying. so well. I mean, <laughs> that was mm-hmm. literally my childhood. He made half the shows I watched in my childhood. So. It's complicated as an adult when you know the truth and you're just like, but my child, my inner child is so happy watching this. I love that X-Men comic book. It kind of has X-Men vibes too. And I was like, wait, what? It was like a pyro and I was like, oh, okay. I wonder if he felt like in his career, you know, before he knew it was going to end like this. Sometime in his career that he was hoping he was going to have. Because, I mean, he had the Avengers, you know. I wonder if he, his head he was trying to do. Because he likes doing shows with, like, a big group cast. So I was wondering if he was thinking of doing X-Men or, like, Young X-Men. Something along that lines. Knowing um, how he Marvel was vibe. trying to move in that direction. Even though, you know, that was 10 years before we knew Disney could do I that. Mean, it, but that was got, weird. I, it's almost sounded like he got really burned out by Age of Ultron. I, I think he was... He almost sounded like mm-hmm. he was done with Marvel after Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but that I had nothing to do the with best. the rest of this. Right, right, right. But I feel mm-hmm. like that was for the best because of who he well, was versus who he had to deal with. I mean, you're even though we didn't know at the time, I feel like there were some big power pushers and he was just the wrong person to try them. And I feel like that kind of showed 
the disconnect because I did when you watch that movie you feel like a certain disconnect like you're like I like it but it just feels strange you know even looking back you're trying to cherish the old times you're like it just no. still doesn't f- go with the flow but no. then again that was that's not my opinion of that movie my my only problem with that movie was just it almost felt like Disney tried to push like four sequels out of that movie um and mm-hmm. so, and him mm-hmm. him having to shuffle all I of that, that into a two and a half hour time frame was was tricky. If they had moved all that out of it, it probably would have been better. Um, but mm-hmm. in the long run, because he left, we got the Russo brothers taking over that mm-hmm. franchise. And I mean, I, mean, I would I wouldn't trade changed. them in a heartbeat. <laughs> so yeah, right. Um, and that's even even if I was even if I got if I got men in black on all the Whedon allegations, I still wouldn't trade the Russo brothers for. So so yeah, I it's a uh, the Russo brothers did a great job. They came in and were fantastic. So uh, whether or not Whedon would have done something else later on, I. Uh, I mean, he did Justice League. <laughs> He did, yeah. But then he did that, and so yeah. I don't know. I what was that? Uh, I'm actually. I was really surprised when they said that he was coming in to finish that. I remember being incredibly because surprised finished. because of how he felt about Age of Ultron and the way mm-hmm. he, like, the way he felt about all of that stuff. I felt like he was gonna just that wouldn't have been where he ended up. But who knows how much money they offered him or. I thought it was more what like he was trying to do his like. friend a favor. I thought that was what it was about. I just can't Maybe read to read the autobiography of this in like 20 years time. I'm like, where's his autobiography? I want to he, read this whole he chapter. He probably will write something. You know, that does he sound like a weed move. That sounds like a weed move. Or anything. Because his lawyer is like, don't say nothing. Because anything you're going to say is going to sound sus. So he he's he's not a speaker. He's a writer. He can't say nothing. <laughs> um... But other than that, can we say wrapping this up? Okay, cool. Anyone has anything to add for this week's episode before we throw it into the vault? Oh, wow. I'm getting thumbs up. Y'all know I'm not a teacher no more, right? <laughs> um, okay. So that is my... Once an educator, <laughs> always, always an educator. An educator. <sighs> Can't stop, won't stop. Oh, yep. I'm, I'm supposed to get a tattoo of this somewhere. Yep. You don't already. <laughs> it's invisible ink. It's COVID nineteen. You don't. You don't have the uh, Orconda lip stamp. Uh, <laughs> of educators. Show me yours. And I'll show you mine. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, that sounds. <laughs> with that, you know, hands on top. Podcast stop. Oh my oh. gosh! No, <laughs> did not. no, no, no. Oh. We're not doing it's this every week. It's time for Marley to go to bed. Yeah, Marley needs to go to sleep. He's, he's, he's in a weird time into the power of his head. I'm killing it right minutes. now. I'm he thinks it's 2015 in his head or something. I don't know. What is, give this man blowing? a little blanket Ciao. for and he just goes wild. Go. That's what this is. Pew, pew. <laughs> Okay, um, listeners, thank you for choosing Geek Force as your podcast of the moment. Thank you for supporting us, downloading our episodes, listening, getting the word out. We appreciate you and love you so much. Any questions or concerns, please remember to hit up our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Me and the crew love to hear from you, so yeah, don't be afraid to say hi. 
With that being said, it's very late out here, so remember to uh, tuck yourself in, drink your chocolate milk, and have sweet dreams of geeking on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.